Hello, everybody. This is Kimberly Evans, and this is the Nourish Pod. Today's episode is entitled Bristol Adventures Part One. Now, if you follow me on social media, you'll know there was something very eventful happened while I was in Bristol. This isn't necessarily about this, though. This is about all the lovely stuff that happened in Bristol before the drama. Part two will be about the drama. (laughs) But I felt that my adventure to Bristol needed its own little little positive uh, post and web. Podcast, that's the word I'm looking for, podcast all on its own, because I was having a wonderful time. There are so many lessons that can be learned for other people from that as well. Let's start with why I was going then. I was going for two reasons, three reasons. We'll see, we'll count. Um, Because I had taken a new job, which we'll come on to in a minute. I had said yes to writing a book with somebody that I'd never met before. And three, because my husband keeps going away and I wanted a night out on my own. (laughs) They're the three reasons. Let's go back through those. So the reason uh, the new job was this was all about opportunities. My uh, word of the year is opportunity. And I'm sitting here at my desk now and I can look if you're on the video, then you can kind of see I'm pointing. I've got like a, a, a sort of vision board up here and at the beginning of every year in January, I then choose a year for a word for my year opportunity was this one so I've got all over on this every day offers a new opportunity you just have to grab it change brings opportunity you create your own opportunities I attract opportunity the success secret to success is to be ready when your opportunity comes and I think I might do a whole other podcast on that but basically back in February time somebody I know who I've done some work with before for my school's business uh, a message on a group chat and said does anybody know anybody with marketing experience within working within education and I jumped at that chance and said well me that that's me I've set my company up all on my own I know about marketing I know about setting up a company what what do you need and she was talking about taking one of her research projects to a commercial project and needed somebody to be the commercial lead on that we had some conversations and basically I then applied for the job It meant that I didn't have to do any more supply teaching for a while because I wasn't really enjoying that. It wasn't really giving me the flexibility that I needed. uh, And it gave me a job without having to leave the house because I can do it all on my computer and all here from the comfort of my own house. So it was just basically about me saying yes. It was about taking the opportunity and saying I've never done something like this before. Well, I sort of have, but I'm more than happy to learn I want to grab this opportunity with both hands. It's going to be a real learning opportunity for me, but a great platform for me and a great opportunity. Essentially, that was my word of the year. It was an opportunity. Anyway, we're digressing slightly. The the whole post, the whole role was set up to be very, very remote, virtual. I can do everything here. I didn't need to go to Bristol, which is where she is. I'd forgotten to say that it's where she is, where Lucy is and her team and her research team. But another opportunity had also arisen previously to that, which was to write another book. And the other book, my first book, the whole the big book of whole school wellbeing came about because we just went, you know what? Why not? This second book that I'm writing, which hasn't yet got a title, but is all about being uh, how to be a really good PA within a school and how effective that can make a school. We need to get work on a snappier title. Was all because somebody um, 
got involved in a conversation. I got in, uh, in, sorry, my words getting all mixed up today. I was introduced to somebody on Twitter and we started discussing the point of having a PA and someone said, well, there's a book there. And we're like, okay, let's write one. (laughs) Now, coincidentally, that lady Jo also lives in Bristol. And it was half term and this meeting was set for Lucy was a big long meeting it was like three hour meeting that we needed to have and it was in Bristol and it was half term and still have never had never met Joe who I was writing this book with I'd spoken to her we've had zooms we've had phone calls we've had countless hours of of chat and working together but never actually met I've never met Lucy either that I was doing the diary project with and it was half it was going to be half term you know what I thought no I want to go I don't need to go but I want to go And my husband has been having a fair few weekends away with his friends. No problem with that whatsoever. He's been, it's really lovely that he's got these different sets of friends that he can go away with. I thought, you know what? He's going away and doing all these wonderful things. I want to go away. I want to stay in a hotel. I want to go away and have a little mini adventure on my own. So I did. So I said, yep, okay, it's another opportunity. I will just grab that and say, yep, I'm going to drive to Bristol and I'm going to meet Lucy and have my meeting face to face with her and I'm going to meet Joe and actually get to meet the person that I'm spending so much time with writing this book. It was booked, the hotel was booked and off I went down the M4 all the way down to Bristol on a beautifully sunny day. Uh, I was chasing the sunshine because at the time here in Kent in half term it was pretty chilly, there was that horrible north wind blowing if you remember and everyone else was basking in glorious hot sunshine and us in the southeast were flipping freezing and still had jumpers on and stuff like that so I was like yes lovely I'm going down towards the sunshine and it was it was very very lovely by the time I got to Bristol I parked the car walked a very long way to my meeting but it was sensible to do that and whilst walking the half an hour to my meeting getting my steps in for the day because I'd been sitting in the car for three hours saw just how beautiful Bristol could be. When I first drove in, I wasn't that sure. Now, if you live in Bristol, if you think about where I'd parked, so I parked at the Cabo Circus and I'd driven literally into that little bit of Bristol, you could probably understand why I wasn't totally falling in love with Bristol straight away. It wasn't the best part to drive straight into, to be honest, for a newbie. And I was like, hmm. Because I'd always associated Bristol with Bath. I'd always thought, is Bristol like Bath, as in beautiful uh, old architecture, Georgian architecture, you know, the big rounded crescents that they have there. And I, I don't know why, but I was kind of expecting it to all be like that. But then maybe I wasn't because otherwise people would go to Bristol and not to Bath. Anyway, I drove in and just saw kind of industrial estates and brand new town centres and like a dual carriageway around the one-way system type of thing and shopping centres and, you know, that kind of stuff, (laughs) 1970s architecture. I was like, "Mm, not sure, but the people I'm coming here to see will make it all worthwhile. But then I was pleasantly surprised on my walk up through Bristol to get to the meeting I was going to. There were some beautiful buildings, really, really lovely buildings, really nice places. The sun was shining. I started to see the other side of Bristol. Had a brilliant meeting, won't go into that because it's not interesting to you. Had a brilliant meeting, came back out, walked back to my hotel to get ready to go out. 
to meet Joe in the evening. Big shout out to the hotel that I stayed in. That was a chain of Marriott hotels called Moxie. Highly recommend you look into those. They were, it was a brilliant deal. It was like 89 pounds, I think, that I paid. And this is not an ad. I actually did pay for it. But it was, I was really pleasantly surprised. You kind of got used to having kind of like that level hotel at being like kind of premier in type of thing. Everything looking the same. It's all very kind of just impersonal, just very bland (laughs) do you understand what I mean you get to the room and it is just like a bed and a table and everything looks the same wherever you go this was totally different walked in massive room as a lobby like the bar was your log it was your check-in desk Uh, they gave you a free cocktail well they did for in Bristol for me anyway free cocktail on on check-in and you had like a little voucher that you could bring back later on there were in the lobby there was board games uh, table football, arcade games, uh, the board games and the books were just all there for people to just kind of dip into in and out and play with. It was this great vibe. There was some lovely music playing, great furniture, all of that kind of stuff. It just gave you a really good vibe. Went into the room and again, it just looked really different. Really, really interesting kind of room. Beautiful, brand new, best fluffy towels I've had in a budget hotel ever. It was, yeah, definitely Look it up. And then I did a little bit of work, got ready to go out and then met my new friend, Joe. <laughs> so how often do you make new friends? As an adult, I'm 46. How often do you make new friends? Sometimes it, it happens with work, doesn't it? So you move a job and you move to a different role and therefore then you get you make you make new 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 friends through that. Sometimes it might be your children changing hobbies it might be you starting a new hobby but I have to say as many I I love my friends I love all the friends that I have I love new friends I love meeting new people I love talking to new people I love learning about people and having that connection uh it's it's just great fun now as I said before we had been chatting for months previously so we did know each other And the weird thing about me and Joe is that we are scarily alike. It is like that discussion about writing a book was just meant to happen. It was very serendipitous. That's the word, isn't it? Serendipitous that we came together. We like a lot of the same things. Our children are very alike with their situations. Our husbands have got the same name. Um, We're very alike personality-wise. It's just a bit strange. We just kept saying all the time we were talking, and we talked a lot, as you can imagine. Um, If you know me, you know how much I like to talk. If you're listening to this because you're one of Joe's friends, you'll understand the same. We did talk a lot, um, but we just kept saying, oh, me too, me too. (laughs) We just kept saying that because it was just bizarre how alike we were which was made even more apparent when we were actually physically in each other's company joe picked me up in her car and then she said right i'm going to take you for a tour of bristol which was lovely because that's just the kind of thing that i would do if i had somebody coming to stay with me who'd never been in this area then i would do a very very similar thing so she took me down to the docks we ascertained that i'd already kind of seen a lot of bristol from where i'd walked from my from the car from the hotel up to my meeting at, at the university so she took me down to the docks and showed me this completely different side of bristol it was utterly glorious there was new mixed with old 
you could just feel the vibe. I mean, it did help that it was beautifully sunny at the time. Uh, and there was just people sitting outside eating and drinking. But we had an utterly glorious time. We went down by the docks and just going to find my photos, actually, so that I can just kind of ex- describe some of the things that we saw to you so that you can kind of really get a feel for it. Oh, yeah, there was the cranes. I loved that. I've taken a picture of that. The cranes for the docks, which is very similar to where I live, which was kind of nice to see that. Um, oh, the coloured houses. There was these beautiful coloured houses down by the, the down by the docks. So you've got like the docks are at the bottom and then Bristol is very hilly, very, very, very hilly. So on either side of the, I don't know, what would you call it, valley that Bristol is in, then there's all these beautiful houses. <laughs> Parent of a certain age, child, Balamori. That's what it looked like. There were Balamori houses, absolutely beautiful, stunning colours really really nice oh we saw a banksy as well so walking just walking around this random industrial yard down by the river and there's a banksy on the wall the girl with the pearl earring banksy beautiful uh and then we saw i think it was a clipper boat i think joe might have to come in with some information there but a clipper boat that was doesn't normally go out out to sea but out on the river doesn't actually move it's just normally docked for you to look at was going along the river which was a lovely surprise for both of us that was just made me feel like you were 300 years old 300 years ago um and then we walked back into bristol walked around all of like the touristy kind of things so where the museums are and then we had some wonderful dinner i had cider i had a tasting tray of of cider with five thirds of a pint with lots of different local ciders which was lovely and I had an amazing pizza now you know I don't eat pizza very often I don't eat gluten very often but the pizza was homemade absolutely amazing with local ingredients so just had to be done and that was delicious we talked some more um and then walked back to the car and she took me back to the hotel I had a glorious night's sleep in a very nice big double bed um, with nobody there next to me snoring, which is <laughs> just utterly, utterly glorious. Had a really, really, really good night's sleep. So that's part one of my Bristol adventures. Why am I sharing this with you? Well, just because it's nice to chat. It's also to encourage you to go out and meet new people. That day was made so much better. I could have just gone to any city essentially couldn't I if I wanted to go away on my own I could have taken myself to stuck a pin in a map and taken myself off to a city where I'd not been before and explored on my own and that's absolutely fine and I would absolutely encourage you to do so I excuse me Mr Amazon um it's a great thing to do it's very freeing it's very liberating all of those kind of things But this trip was made even more special by the two new people that I met. It was really nice to make those connections with people and actually physical connections that you're actually there in the same room with them instead of just always on a Zoom call or on the end of a phone call. It's great that we can do all of these things virtually and it makes the world a much smaller place, doesn't it, that we can do that. But actually physically meeting people in person is so important. So big shout out to Lucy and to Joe for making my Bristol trip day one so wonderful. 
make some new friends. What do you need to do to go and make some new friends? Have a think about that. Have a think about what, how your life could be enriched if you made a couple of more friends. Now, it doesn't mean to say that the ones you've got aren't good enough. People think that they're cheating on their friends. It's not that at all. The world is made better with more and better connections. So think about finding a new friend or somebody that you've just met but wouldn't term as a friend, maybe inviting them for dinner or inviting them to go out for a walk or go for lunch together at work one day, something like that. How can you make a stronger connection with somebody? And then apart from that, yes, it's going and it's finding adventures, isn't it? It's finding adventures in this wonderful world that we live in. And where could you go that you've not been before that is going to fill your heart with joy? Bristol's not that far from me. It was three and a half hours. So yeah, it was quite a long time in the car, but, and there are places that are closer. And yes, I probably need to visit those as well. But where would you like to go? Think about where you would like to go and explore and be an adventure. Or even if you can't find the confidence to just go away for a weekend or a night or a day on your own, be that tourist in your own city. I bet this place is very, very close by to you that you haven't been to or haven't explored properly that you could spend some time in and have a proper adventure. So that's my challenge. Two challenges for you today to go and can you make some stronger connections with people and make some new friends? And also, where can you go and find your adventure? This has been Kimberly Evans for The Nourish Pod. Find me at the nourishtheworkplace.com and nourishyourinnerhappy.com. I hope to speak to you soon. Bye-bye.